Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, everyone? It's the Football Betting Show brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Scott Seidenberg, joined as always by legendary handicapper Brandon Lang. A thank you for those of you who subscribe to the podcast. Do us a favor, leave us a rating and a review as well. Goes a long way into helping us grow. As always, we are presented by betonline.ag. The wait is over, football is back, and you might not be at the games this year, but you could still be in on the action at Bet Online. You know, Brandon and I have a lot of action on the football games each and every weekend. And there's no better place to bet than betonline.ag. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well because it never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Brandon, you and I both got rocked last weekend. Um... But, hey, we put it behind us, and this looks like a pretty good weekend to bounce back. Yeah, I'm liking what I'm seeing. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm very transparent on, on both radio and, and stuff that I do even on the website. To, to last Monday hit, hit Philadelphia over Seattle and, and start the month of uh, December with four straight winning days and then um, turn around on Friday and get on the wrong side of a college basketball game and then Saturday in college football, wrong side. Sunday NFL, wrong side. Monday did a teaser with Buffalo easy and just didn't see Pittsburgh losing. And then Tuesday got on the wrong side. Just like that, you're four and five, your last nine. And, and then we came back solid with Richmond on, on Wednesday. And then the Rams just pummeling the Patriots last night. So you can look at it like we're six and five, our last 11. Um, but that's not going to make anybody any money. And so this is a really, really important weekend for me, for my clients, for the website. Um, and I will tell you this, I, I like what I'm seeing. I know you and I have given out a lot of games and talked about a lot of games, um, which we'll do here, but we'll, we'll, we'll key this by saying we may have some leans, but only like three best bets. Therefore, there's not so many plays out there. I've always said this, Scott, it's not about the quantity. It's about the quality. So let's see if we can't get some quality after the folks. Yep, uh, you uh, you and I are both uh, on the same page here. Um, let's start with uh, this tough ACC battle between North Carolina and Miami. Uh, post total sixty seven and a half, and uh, I think it can go over very easily. Miami's got a good offense. North Carolina has one of the most explosive offenses in the country. I actually like Miami to cover this spread. Uh, I've been on North Carolina a lot this year. And normally I would look at them as the dog here and say, hey, they're a live dog. Sam Howell's a great quarterback. They have an explosive offense and they can win this game. But I look at Miami this year and something about them, Brandon, has has been different than in years past. They're not making the mistakes that a Miami team used to make. They're not getting penalized as much as a Miami team used to get penalized. And that's why they're eight and one on the year. Uh, and I think they're going to keep this riding here at home against North Carolina on Saturday. What do you think? Yeah, my leans towards Miami. Um, home teams covered last three in the series. I just feel like when they went into Virginia Tech and had all those players with COVID and they went in there, they almost said they were going to cancel the game. But I said, let's go play. And they, they figured out a way to come back in the fourth quarter and win it. Um, only lost at Clemson. I had them that night. Thought they'd play well. And, and I got absolutely rocked. 
I just think any team that goes to Florida State and loses outright, as North Carolina did, is a double-digit road favorite. I have to question where their heart is with their season being over and how you know how Manny how Manny's built this program back. It's his dream job and the enthusiasm and how he's attacked it. To have them at eight and one in a COVID year is pretty impressive. My lean's towards Miami, Florida as well. All right, two dogs I like here at home. Uh, Iowa getting a couple of points against Wisconsin. Uh, Wisconsin is a team that has absolutely nothing to play for. Uh, Iowa is looking for a pretty, pretty, in, pretty good bowl game if they can get one. And I don't even know if they they would go. A lot of these teams are turning down these bowl bids because they want to send their kids home. Wisconsin, uh, after the long layoff, they had looked bad and lost to Indiana. They can't really score against good defenses like Northwestern and Indiana. Iowa's a physical team. It's probably going to be snowing in Iowa on Saturday. Uh, give me the Hawkeyes to just run the ball down the throat of the Badgers and keep this game close and potentially win it outright. Yeah, it's funny. I don't, I don't understand what the public or the line maker, more so the public here because Iowa opened up as the favorite. Now they've been bet to the underdogs. So the public for the most part's jumped on Wisconsin, but they start the year with a couple of wins over Illinois and Michigan and the, the, the big win over Michigan, the Saturday night ABC televised game and Mertz looked great. And the true freshman, he's back. He's the man. He's the next Russell Wilson. Oh my God, this Wisconsin's team ready to take the world by storm. And then they were a seven point road favorite at Northwestern and the Wildcats pull off the upset. Then they turn around the next week, shit and went to bed at Michigan state Four turnovers gave the game away, cost me an eight team money line parlay. I would have paid about 11000 and that was the only game that I lost with Northwestern on the money line. And then they turn around, the line maker thinks, well, guess what? They're, they're, they should be 13-point favorite over Indiana. And Indiana goes in there with a the backup quarterback and shuts it down. So in back-to-back weeks, they scored seven points at Northwestern, six points at home against this Indiana team. And now going on the road to Iowa, who I used as 150-dimer number 11 in a row when they went into Penn State, laying three, and blew them out by more than two touchdowns. And this is a team that probably should be playing in the Big Ten Championship game. Came out of the box, one-point loss to Northwestern at home, the the three-point loss at Purdue, probably two games they probably should have won. They'd be undefeated at 7-0, and and they'd be rolling into the Big Ten Championship game. But unfortunately, they, they let those two get away, and now we're going to get stuck with Northwestern, who's going to lose probably 112-7 to, to seven to Ohio State. That game's going to be a lot like uh, the, the Ohio State-Wisconsin game where they had to win to get in, and they did, I mean, 58-3 or something like that. That's kind of what's going to happen in Northwestern because I always say you get blowouts in championship games because teams that aren't supposed to be there get there. And the second best team in the Big Ten Conference, in my opinion, is the Iowa Hawkeyes. And I don't know why the public's betting them. Uh, they made me a shit ton of money against Penn State. And you're exactly right. They're the right side of the game here. All right. The other home dog I like is uh, Baylor against Oklahoma State. Uh, Baylor fought hard last week in that loss to Oklahoma. Um, They never quit in that game. They covered the spread. Here they are, a small home underdog to an Oklahoma (laughs) State team that has no interest in playing this game. Um, you know, Oklahoma State is not going to play in the Big 12 title game. There's really not much for them to play for. They're going on the road here. And I think all they're thinking about is when they're going to be able to, you know, go home and spend some time with their families. I think this is a good spot for Baylor. 
Yeah, I haven't had much success with Baylor, um, with or against. This goes back to um, just every time I use them, they don't show. The numbers certainly support Baylor here. Uh, Oklahoma State on an 0-5 run against the spread. Uh, the home team, Baylor, has won and covered four of the last five meetings. I, I do uh, like their fight last week, but um, I'll tell you, I, I just uh, – no feel. No feel for Baylor. A dog that I, I do like that I think uh, people need to pay attention to is I don't know how Coast, Coastal Carolina gets back up off the deck. They already got their conference championship game with Louis L. Lafayette next week. So now they roll into Troy. Lane 13, who just shut out South Alabama 27-0. I get it. But that game was so huge over BYU. So big over BYU. They're going on the road. And having to get back up, it's it's the porn it's the porn star theory. It's the letdown it's, and the trap in the same game. Yeah, you you go to Vegas, you meet this super hot stripper. I mean, super hot. I mean, hottest hottest chick you've ever met in your life. And you throw her five hundred, and she thinks you're cute. And you go back, and you gamble a little bit. She likes. Let's go. And you go up to the room, and you have the greatest sex you've ever had in your life. And then you got to go back to your girlfriend. It's not a bad. It's not a bad looking girl. But she ain't no hot damn stripper in Vegas. And that's Coastal Carolina. Had their stripper last week. And man, they took it deep. They were and, they, and, they took and, it deep. And guess what? The stripper invited them back next week. Yeah. So what are they yeah. gonna do at home this week? What are they gonna do uh, for lack of you know, they're on the road and playing the game, but back home with their girlfriend this week, it's kinda like I'm still thinking about last week and I'm dreaming about next week. Yeah, I like I like Troy, and it's a great rematch because that you all off yet. Coastal Carolina first meeting this year, 30-27. And people tend to forget the, that UL Lafayette team went into Iowa State first game yep. of the year and won the game outright. And how good does Iowa State look right now? So um, so Troy's, Troy's pretty appealing to me. Uh, the Army-Navy game. This is the lowest postal, posted total it's ever been, I think. I know they've gone uh, they've gone under for the past decade every single game. But uh, it's 14 More. straight, right? 14 straight unders. Yep. But, um, Play it. It's it 30, 37 and a half is doesn't very, matter. very low. It doesn't matter. It won't, it won't go over 20, bro. I think Army's the better side. I think Army's the side here. I think they win this game by more than a touchdown. Yeah, but I'm telling you right now, these two will not combine to go over 20 points. Mark my words. 10-6 Navy final. Can't, Navy can't score. Navy can't score. Couldn't score against Tulsa. Couldn't score against uh week before Memphis. Yeah. Quarterback they have is a true freshman that – Kenny Akakapula Pula Kapula Pula 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 went with now. And uh they they just I watched the whole Tulsa bad beat city if you had Navy last week, plus twelve and a half and Tulsa with four minutes to go throws it on third and eight instead of running it, you know, up thirteen three. They throw it or thirteen six was it? Thirteen nine or whatever it was. They throw it on third and eight when the announcer's going, just run it and punt. You're up two scores. I think they, I think they're up ten, and uh, they throw it, and they complete it down the sideline, and they're at the twenty, and they run three times. Navy uses timeout. They kick the covering field goal. Tulsa's covered. I, I'm not. I swear to God, Tulsa's covered some get, covered this year. I, I I don't even. You can't even, just look at Tulsa. Yeah. The covers they had never should never should never beat East Carolina. They did. Should have never covered against Colleen. They did. Should never cover against Navy. They did. Um, talking about the cardiac kids, but uh, yeah, Army Navy. Under the post it uh, Any other games that you like? Um, you know, BYU maybe picking themselves up off the deck and taking their frustrations out on San Diego State and Provo uh, or any other games on the board? 
Minnesota's getting double digits, I believe, at Nebraska. Yep. And Nebraska's coming off that big road win over Purdue. Um, I think P.J. Fleck has got the boat rowing. Remember, Illinois went into Nebraska, beat them outright a couple of weeks ago. Um, keep an eye on Minnesota, plus the, the double digits over Nebraska. Row the boat, PJ. Yeah. Row the boat, baby. Don't hate it. Let's get into the NFL. Uh, we started off the week on the right side, getting the Rams, laying the points. They cover easily. And now we have a Sunday card, which uh, has a lot of opportunity on it, Brandon. Bro, this is the best NFL card that I've seen all year long. I'll start you off with Dallas Cincy. The Cincinnati Bengals, the last four weeks, have faced the following top 10 defenses. Their last four opponents have had top 10 defenses. Pittsburgh, Miami, New York Giants, Washington Redskins. Now they come back home where they beat the Tennessee Titans already this year, where they Took Cleveland to the wire, lost by three. And they're getting three and a half from the powerhouse <laughs> Dallas Cowboys, who boasts the worst defense in the NFL. New coach, team looking for a win, a team that's going to compete, a team that's going to fight, a team playing at home that wants to win. And the step, you know, it's like you ate the greatest steak you ever had at Morton's or Ruth Chris or Peter Lugas or Sparks or Smith and Walensky's. And now you got to take your daughter to steak and shake. There's no Dallas's steak and shake. There's no hesitation for you looking at this as like an Andy Dalton kind of revenge game. Let me explain something to you. Fuck Andy Dalton. Uh, all right, I'll give you the play that I like. The New York football Giants getting three points at home against the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, all this Giants team does is cover, 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 and they've won four straight games in first place in the NFC East. They are playing inspired football. I think they not only cover against the Cardinals, but beat them outright. You know what scares me about that game? That game feels like a trap to me. It just... It just feels like a trap to me. I don't know why. I, I just don't. I just, you, you go to Seattle, you dominate Russell Wilson the way that you did, and you come back home facing a 6-6 six and six Cardinal team. I mean, I love them. I think you're right. Cardinals are on five against the spread their last five. They didn't kick the extra point to cover against Buffalo. They didn't care. Um... They're four and one last five meetings against the Giants. Two teams heading in opposite directions. Giants figuring out ways to win. They're tied with Washington. Um, there's another team that I love this week, which we'll talk about in a minute. Yeah, they're the, listen, it smells like a trap, but sometimes you just got to fall into the trap. Giants are the right side of the game. I, I agree. All right, talk to me about that Washington team uh, in Arizona playing against the 49ers. Okay, the whole world missed the blank check game of betting the Buffalo Bills Monday night. Now, Remember I said in the podcast last week that Buffalo would beat Pittsburgh this week. Mm -hmm. 
I said, don't be surprised to see the Redskins beat Pittsburgh. I said that on the podcast last week. Probably the only thing I did right on the <laughs> podcast last week. Um, you're the Niners. You get displaced. You're living out of a hotel. It's a COVID season. You're already frustrated. You take the field in Arizona. It's not even your home field. You only get a home game. You're not even in your surroundings. And Buffalo just punks you. Buffalo never punted in the game. Now you're sitting there. Pretty much nothing to play for because the, your season's over. You can't make the playoffs. Not happening. No shot. Five and seven. Game over. Game set match. Here's Washington. Just beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. And since Alex Smith took over, um, they beat Dallas 25-3. He threw three. He threw two picks in the fourth quarter against the Giants. Had him right there. Lost 23-20. They go into Detroit. He goes off. I mean, he goes off. And they actually tie the game at 27. And they're staring at overtime with 12, with 16 seconds to go. And then Matthew Stafford scrambled and had some ridiculous pass. And then they kicked a 60-yard field goal and beat him 30-27. His numbers on the day, 38 of 55, almost 400 yards, no interceptions at Detroit. So he comes off that, goes into Dallas on Thanksgiving Day, 41-16. Buries him, absolutely buries him. And then goes into Pittsburgh and just shows up in the fourth quarter and makes every big throw. And they beat them, bottom line. Is Nick Mullins going to beat the number one pass defense in the NFL? Doesn't look like it. No, hell no. Nick Mullins is not going to play outplay Alex Smith. I love what Jack Del Rio is doing. I love Ron Rivera. I love the direction of where Washington's going. There's no letdown here. They figure this. They figure we can run the table. All we got to do is have a better record these next four games than the Giants. Our schedule is much easier than the Giants. If you look at the schedules, how they play out, they're at San Francisco, they get Seattle and Carolina at home, and then they're at Philly. Looking pretty good for them. Yeah. You're New York G-men who have, you know, a a tussle with Arizona here. Then they got to play Cleveland at home and go at Baltimore. Oh, boy. Two toughies there. So everything to play for. And I'm a dog with the better quarterback and the better defense. I'm sorry. Love Washington plus three and a half. Okay. I think I'm with you on that one. Um, elsewhere, I'm looking here on the board. Um, I think Seattle, it's a big number, but I think they cover against the Jets. That was just deflating last week. Greg Williams fired. The Jets, you know, what, what are they What are they doing? Um the How do you col- get up for that game if you're the Jet- Jets? There's no reason to. It's just it's everyone's checked out. You're, it's done. You're you're just devastated. Yep. Yeah. You're done. Uh, the other thing that I like and and I'm scared because the entire world is probably going to be on them. Um, the Raiders at home against the Colts. Well, fuck I don't, the Raiders. Next. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. We're gonna fuck the Raiders. All right. Sure. That's good. All right. Does that mean that we're betting the Colts minus the three or? No, because that, that that other quarterback on the other side, I punched tr- in the yeah. face, but so I'm walking down the street. So <laughs> can't trust Philip Rivers at home. Uh, will the Dolphins cover seven and a half against the Chiefs? Yes, I lean. I would lean on the Dolphins. You would lean on the lean Dolphins. on the Dolphins. Yep, okay. I think in Miami, humidity, Sunday afternoon. Uh, Chiefs have a date with Destiny next week with the Saints. 
I just feel like it's a it's the it's the perfect and, and this is a Kansas City team that has just kind of been stuck in the mud the last three weeks. Now whether they're just kind of holding back and, and don't want to peak, but you you, you struggle uh, against Carolina 33-31. You have to get a late drive against Vegas 35-31. You let Tampa Bay back in it 27-24, and then Vic Fangio, who's just stealing money. Just these these head coaches in the NFL to me, Scott, who who have jobs, who have no balls, no balls whatsoever, none. Vic Fangio, fourth and three, down nineteen sixteen, with six minutes to go, near midfield. I'm gonna punt, and I'm gonna look to get one stop. And you know, Mahomes ain't giving you the ball back. Nope. But she basically didn't, and they went and kicked the field goal. Nice job, Vic. See you on campus, bitch. Um, I think Miami plus the points. They're, listen, they are an absolute ATM machine. If you haven't been paying attention, listen to these numbers for the Miami Dolphins. They've covered seven of the last eight, nine of their last 11, 18 and six, their last 24 on the Vegas board. And as a dog, 13 and five, their last 18. Andy Reid, no covers last three this year. I'm going to take the Dolphins plus seven and a half. Love it. All right, give me, give me some more NFL action that you like. Um, continuing along the merry way I said about Pittsburgh and I said about Buffalo, um, Pittsburgh's the most overrated 11 and one team I've seen in the last 30 years. They're going to lose to Buffalo on Sunday. It's not going to be close. They're going to turn around and go to, uh, Cleveland. They're going to lose. Colts are going to beat them in Pittsburgh. They're going to finish 12 and four and they're going to get bounced in the first round. Let me explain something to you. Mike Tomlin needs to be drug tested. (laughs) Big Ben needs to be checked for Alzheimer's or dementia because you are tied at 17. You have the ball at the Washington 30 and it's third and one. If you are going to go for it on fourth and one, then you run it on third down because by running it on third down, you plant the thought that you could run it on fourth down. If you throw on third down, you're essentially saying you're going to throw on fourth down. That's football one-on-one. Anybody knows that if you watch NFL football, that's kind of the game plan of offensive coordinators. So they throw on third down on third and one and set up fourth and one. Now, I have Juju. I have all these receivers. Ben walks up and his pre-snap read is this. The most important fourth down of the season for one yard. I'm going to throw to a running back and try to drop it in over the corner in front of the safety on a 15 to 20 yard route down the right (laughs) sideline when I need one yard to a running back who has a total of five catches for the entire year. Yep. So do I trust that Pittsburgh team who Joe Hayden's banged up? They lost Dupree. They're completely deflated. They're playing their fourth game in 19 days, going up to Buffalo to a 9-3 and three Bills team that is balling. And the line is Buffalo minus two. I'm sorry. The Bills are not losing that game. They're not. I'm in love with the Buffalo Bills. Uh, one final question. What do we think about Tom Brady and the Buccaneers at home against the Vikings? Staying so far away from that game. Okay. I'm staying so far away from that game. I'm just going to watch it and see Kirk Cousins. I mean, this is a Minnesota team that, I mean, listen, you go into Chicago and you beat the Bears, and I got buried in that game. But I don't even want to, just thinking about it pisses me off. Then you come back home and lose to Dallas 
as a seven and a half point home favorite. Then you should have lost to Carolina as a three point home favorite, one by one. And then you should have lost to Jacksonville as a ten and a half point favorite, but you won an overtime. They're just Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. I personally think Tampa Bay should just blow them out, but you don't you don't know what no risk it, no biscuit is thinking. Mm-hmm. So I stayed away from that one. All right, brother. Well, let's bounce back this weekend and uh, let's get hot here as the end of the season comes along. Buddy boy, I'm I'm feeling it this weekend to uh, everybody out there. And 150 Dimer, number 12 in a row, which is everybody's been waiting for, is going to happen on Saturday. So there we go, big dog. Can't wait for that. All right, Brandon. Talk to you. All right, see you, kid. Well, there you have it. For Brandon Lang, I'm Scott Seidenberg. You can always hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Uh, hit up BrandonLang.com. Check out that 150-timer on Saturday. Got some good-looking games on the board for this weekend. The big bounce-back weekend for both of us. Thank you for listening to the Football Betting Show. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts from. And we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.